Hey, hey, and welcome to the Tara Malil Show. Here is where we have incredible interviews and conversations with powerful, ambitious, and highly successful women. We hear about the start of their journey, how they got to where they are now, what were some of their biggest successes and most epic failures. And they also help share their expertise and tips for you to practically implement to help you along your entrepreneurial journey as well. Don't forget, we are here for you. So if you have questions that you want answered, please write in to tara at taramalel.com and we will make sure we get the best experts to answer those questions for you. We do that every Friday. Now, stay tuned. We have epic stories coming up. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Tara Malil Show. I am so honored to have Anne. Oh, Anne, how do I say your last name? McEwen. McEwen. Anne McEwen. I want to stuff that up on the show today. Anne is a wonderful female business owner for To Empower Business. It's a life and business coach um, business for women particularly. And Anne is highly regarded master coach who empowers women to set up, speak up and show up with confidence in business and life so they can um, enjoy more success every day. Anne is the owner of To Empower and has created a step-by-step proven process for success. I can't wait to dive into that. Uh, That empowers women to take full control of their life and business by shifting the psychological barriers that hold them back. She incorporates NLP techniques when coaching or facilitating individuals and teams because she knows it's not enough to tell people what to do. It's essential to show them how to do it. I can't wait for this conversation and this, we have so many similarities and I think this is such powerful work that you do. Guys, I'm going to tell you how you can connect and follow Anne um, at the end, so stay tuned for that. Anne, I am honoured to have you here. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you and uh, thanks for the invitation. I'm delighted to be here too. This is brilliant. Um, as people may or may not be able to hear, Anne has a slight accent. Where are you from, Anne? You're here in Oz now, but where did you originate? Yeah, so I'm from Scotland, but I actually think you're the one with the accent. <laughs> <laughs> a nice Aussie bogan accent so we've got rich cultural experiences happening right now I think it's brilliant (laughs) so you are you you're a master coach you have this incredible coaching business tell me how um how did you get into this coaching space first I've actually been in coaching my whole life so I started Mm. off working for BP Oil in the UK as a coach for sales teams And it was about helping sales teams achieve their targets. And what I learned when I was doing that was it was never about the product. It was about the person's mindset and their belief in themselves and then having a procedure that they followed that would give them the success. And that sent me down the path of being interested in how does the mind work? Why are some people more successful than others? And in the 1990s, I, um, a long time ago, uh, studied (laughs) NLP. And then through the 2000s, I did positive psychology. um, And I worked in a high school for a while when my kids were young um, with teenagers who were very bright, but not doing well at school because they didn't have any vision. They didn't have anyone that believed in them. 
um, and they didn't have the sort of goals and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when I came to Australia, uh, I didn't work for a number of years. And then um, when my kids were in high school and I was hitting 50 in menopause, I was looking for something else to do. And so I sort of revisited the whole coaching thing. Mm, so interesting. And I think it's interesting, you know, I think people, um, coaching has become a bit of a, a fad <laughs> at the moment. I, I can say that. I mean, which is great and then not so great, pros and cons to it all. But I think it's really interesting that we talk about, when did you start with the sales teams? Like what year, what decade are we talking about? <laughs> the 1980s. <laughs> yes, go to the 80s. But, but the point is, is that this idea of coaching, whether it was called that or whatever, it's been around for such a long time and so many different, in so many different capacities and industries that we've seen the need for people to be coached, to be mentored. And I love that you said you realized it was in the mind. Like, can you, can you think back to a specific sort of moment or maybe it was a collection of moments where that really clicked over for you going, right, I'm telling these guys what to do, but it's not really making a difference. There's got to be something else to it. Did you have that moment? Well, it was, it was more the people. It was the same people that kept being successful and the same people mm. that kept failing. <laughs> and I thought, what is the difference between those, that set of people and that set? That, you know, they're all doing the same job. They're all getting paid the same salary. They're all getting the same training. And some would just run with every project and make it a success. And others would hobble along and never get there. Yeah, fascinating. And so that then led you down that path of, of psychology, NLP, uh, positive psychology and all of that. Yeah, fascinating. And what do you find as the, the most interesting kind of aspect of the psychology of, of sales of success? What is it for you? Well, I think the, the two things that, that are, make anyone get what they want in life. One is the right mindset or the right state of mind. Mm. And the second is having a process to follow. So copying somebody that's already been there and done it. I don't believe in reinventing the wheel. If you think of a sports person, say they're going in to be an Olympian in tennis, they will watch a video of previous Olympians, previous winners, right down to every frame of that video. How did the person Mm. hold the racket? How did the person turn their feet? How did the person look at the ball? How did they? And then they reenact that because if it worked for them, it can work for anybody. Mm, yeah, I love that. I love that. So that's how you got into sort of this space of coaching. And then talk to me about, so you've had this business now for five, five, six years? Yep. yep. Yeah, cool. And so how did you get into and what sort of led you or motivated you to start your own business? Well, it's kind of interesting. I never actually had the intention of starting a business. So mm-hmm. um, when I hit 50, menopause, kids moving on, my we obviously don't have family in Australia. Um, a lot of the mums I was friendly with were going back to work. And I, I hit a phase of just feeling very lost, to be honest, and, and a bit alone. And so I did what all clever people do, and I went to see a coach. And I just said to this woman, I feel I'm too old now here's all the negative self-talk. I'm no good at technology. Things have moved on. Now you have to be a marketer as well as a coach. Um, I don't want to go back into corporate because I don't really want to work those hours. Um, I just want a new purpose. And, And she said to me, well, why don't you start your own business? And I thought, oh, 
I can't do that because it conjured up an image in my mind of tax, staff, you know, working nine to five every day. Um, and so just really created a, a, a negative image in my mind. Mm. So then I, um, so I, it created this negative image in my mind. And then she said, well, just start really small. Um, what would be your niche? And I said, well, I would really love to help other women that feel the way I'm feeling because I thought, am I the only person in the world that feels like this is a female at 50? I felt as if I still had a lot to give, but I didn't know how to get myself back out there. Having been a stay-at-home mum, I'd lost a lot of my confidence. I had no connections. And so she said, just start small, have one or two women just come and see you in your house and coach them that way get them to give you feedback don't charge much and see what happens so I just decided to do that and I put it out to friends and I just said if you know of someone that could do with help and then one friend told me about meetup.com and she said um you should have a meetup and I hadn't heard of it and so I just thought okay that would be quite nice to get local women to come together and we can all help each other. So I did that and it was just called the Sydney Women's Self-Empowerment Group because I thought let's just all be take responsibility and self-empower because that's what coaching is all about. And um, I had 60 ladies sign up in the first week. So I yeah. knew that there was a need, that there was something going on there. So we met every month locally um, and I kind of organically became the leader. I hadn't really intended to be the leader, but as these women were coming up with issues, I would say, oh, but what about this NLP technique? Or have you thought of that? Or your self-talk or plan? And then these ladies were saying, could you coach me individually rather than being part of this big group? Um, and so I, I, that built the business and then they would refer other people and then I got to the stage where there were only so many people I could see in a week. And I still found myself kind of stuck at home, which wasn't really what I'd planned to do. So then I built an online course so that I could leverage my time and I could do group coaching and that the women could help each other as well. And so each year it's just, yeah, kind of, Grown and expanded and yeah absolutely amazing and i love that i mean that it started from because i think i think your story and feeling that idea of i'm lost i'm a bit lonely i i've there's more in me but i don't know how do i put that out there or or that question of is what I have to give actually valuable? I think yeah. that's a, you know, and I think that's so relatable at, it doesn't matter what age you're at. I think so many women feel like that. I felt like that, especially when, you know, after I just had my children, it was that idea of like, I am so tired. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing or how I can do it, but I, yeah, I know I've got a message. I've got a voice, but how do I get that out there if I struggle just to put pants on in the morning? <laughs> yeah. So I think it's really powerful. Thank you so much for sharing that, that part of your story. And I love that that was kind of the, that fuel that sort of fired you to, to get going. And it's such good advice as well, isn't it? Starting small, just dip your toe in the water and go, is this a thing? 
is this, I always encourage people, if you've got an idea, the fact that you've got the idea and it's something that for many of us, our businesses started because it's what we would have wanted when we were in that position, you know, uh, and I think just, just try it, put it out there and yeah, just ask a couple of people, see what happens. And I love that you said that it's generated business from there because I know for me, I'm with you. One of the things that I really detest and some people might be shocked at this, I hate marketing. I'm not colors, pretty stuff, imagery. That's not my jam. I'm really terrible at it. Meeting people though is my jam. That's what I'm good at. But it's kind of like that other stuff I, I'm not a fan of. So, so many people go, oh, because I'm not good at the financials, the marketing, I'm not good at sales or I'm not good at this stuff, therefore I can't have a business. And it's just absolutely not true. Like you said, those self-defeating kind of limiting beliefs that we had. What did you notice as you were sort of going through this process of meeting women, of, of putting your name out there, putting your services out there, what did you notice every time you kind of leveled up? What were kind of that new layer of limiting beliefs that you noticed within yourself? I think fear and doubt comes to the fore when we don't know where we're heading. We kind of want mm. that certainty. And mm. when we can't have that crystal ball tell us that everything's going to be okay, <laughs> um, <laughs> then the brain goes into overwhelm and, and then shuts down. Um, I had self-talk things like, like the mums here only knew me as one of the school mums. They didn't know my history because I'd only been here for about five years. Mm. And I sort of thought, oh, they'll be thinking, oh, who does she think she is? And suddenly she's calling herself a coach or um, what does she know? Or And actually, I don't think they were thinking that at all or even saying that. I think, you know, the bulk of it was my own um, fear. But the fact that I, I actually didn't even call it a business in the beginning, I, because that word business scared me. Um, so I would just talk about my project <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. and I just felt that there was room for maneuver with the project. <laughs> um, and so my daughters were, were starting university and so I did an agreement with them where you're going to spend the next four or five years learning what you're going to learn and all this new stuff at uni. So I'm going to give myself permission to have time to learn over the next four or five years as well. And I think that's a huge thing when we say, because we expect too much too soon for too little. Um, and any business to grow and to keep going, um, like we can all have a flash in the pan success early on, but then whatever you're doing, you need to have it that it's maintainable and sustainable, that you can keep going. Energy as well as clients mm. and money and, and all those things mm. um and it also was a great way for me to show my kids that nobody ever has life sorted at any age that even at 55 i still have days where i go oh my god i don't know what i'm doing and we have this thing that when we come home at night we do we do a kind of a thumbs thing like this and if you had a good day it's a thumbs up and if you had a rotten day that's a thumbs down <laughs> but it showed them that you know maybe i had a client cancel or somebody didn't pay or marketing thing didn't work. And, and, and I have to deal with the disappointment of that. And the same way they might fail an exam or have a lecturer that doesn't like them or that's just part of life. And, and so it's, 
that, yeah, I feel we've all been on a, a huge journey. And the personal development that's taken place as I've built my business, I've had to build myself, has been mm. pretty exponential as well. Oh, that is amazing. Oh, my gosh. So, so much to the gold that you just said then. I want everyone to go back and to listen to what Anne just said, just in those last kind of five, six minutes, because the the realities of starting and growing a business you're right it is a perpetual learning journey like constantly and there are good days and there are many more bad days and stuff happens and then on top of that for you to um recognize your own kind of limiting beliefs as well is huge because i have no doubt that you've then you know going through those motions you've then pass that wisdom that you've learned onto your clients because hey as you were talking i was like yep i'm right there yep i've experienced that yep i've, done, I've thought that as well who do i think i am you know are people going to take me seriously if i put myself out there as a business and then what if it doesn't work out like all of those things i think are so common experience to people so it's almost like we have to go through that to then be able to pass that genuine authentic knowledge um, and wisdom onto the people that we also want to help as well. That is huge. And then I love at the end that you're talking about, you're doing it with your girls and they then, I think it's so cool. They then get to see their mom, their, their inspiring female role model go through those highs and lows and to say that, Hey, this is just, this is it. <laughs> this is it. Like, it's because it's, and it's hard. Yep. And, and today sucked. Cool. Let's try it again tomorrow. Let's, you know, go again, do over and see what happens. I mean, I think it's almost too easy. And, I, you know, I'm looking at you now. You've got your gorgeous banner in the back. You're I see your beautiful office space. Please don't look at my office space. Um, <laughs> and you're sitting there and you're looking gorgeous and fantastic today. And, and I think if anyone just takes a snapshot of that, they go, that Anne's got her shit together. She knows what she's talking about. Her life is perfect. She's successful. Boom. And it's done. You know, it's, it's almost too easy, especially with social media and stuff for us to just get one glimpse and then make all these judgments to go, well, you know, life is just peachy, but I think it's important. And I love that you've shared so honestly with us that it, you know, there's fears, there's doubts and they come up and that's kind of a part of the, the journey. That's brilliant. Thank you for that. That's yeah, just amazing. I think it's so important that we share that. And so now tell me like from here, what are your visions now? Like where are you now building to and, and what, what is that space that you're wanting to move into next? Yeah, well, it's funny. It's evolved because initially I started, it was about helping women in midlife Mm. Um, for whatever area of their life, you know, um, just women that felt lost and a bit alone the way I did. But as my business has grown, I've had women come forward and say, well, you've, you're earning an income out of your passion, out of something that you enjoy doing. Um, can you show me how to build a business? Can you show me what you did? Um, and how did you learn online marketing and, you know, being on LinkedIn and networking and all the different avenues to to build a business how did you how did you make a profit and um, so that's been great so I do the individual coaching and group coaching and then I do quite a lot of talks so in particularly around um a women's international week or mental health week or you know these different um occasions 
And I was doing quite a few lunch and learns in corporations as well. Mm. And there are many women in, who have a job who want to step up, um, but they are maybe lacking that same confidence um, or they want to leave the job and start a business, but they are concerned about the financial implications of that. Mm. So it's, there, there are various arms now. And, and I think that was something that I hadn't seen was that for one business, you can have various income streams, different ways of um, bringing in income. Um, Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how you grow, isn't it? That's exactly, yeah, how you grow. Because then the next time, you know, a pandemic, say, happens and it cuts off one income stream, it's okay because you've got the others going on. Yeah. And you mentioned a course. Things like that are always so useful. That's amazing. And I love it that, yeah, ladies who are listening, you don't have to have all the answers when you start. You know, it's just when you get into the new space, you see the next opportunities that become available and then you follow those, right? And what I like to say is if you do one small thing for your business every day, you know, so especially if you're starting out and you think, oh, well, I'll do something tomorrow or on Saturday or it's too sporadic. But if you do one small action every day and you get into the right mindset of being a business owner and a, and a, a, a woman that's stepping up and speaking up and showing up, um, mm. And then you're creating that new pathway in the brain, which then makes it become a habit. Um, and then it doesn't feel like work because it's just part of what you do. Mm, yes, that's huge. I think we, we underestimate sometimes the power of, of habits and how we can just create them, mm. can't we? Just, it, yeah, that's huge. And can you share with us what you feel has been the, the top one or maybe top two most um, beneficial actions uh, that you have taken to get you where you are now? Something that people who are listening can go, all right, I'm going to start doing that now as well. I think it's um, getting in the right mindset every morning. So I have a morning routine um, mm. where as soon as there's a split second when we open our eyes between being in that unconscious dreamy state to becoming fully conscious. And in that split second, we make a decision. Am I going to feel good today or am I going to feel lousy today? And we have to be able to catch that awareness around it. If you feel, oh, I remember what happened yesterday and that was negative and bad and it starts taking you in a negative spiral, or you think, oh, I've got this ahead of me today and I'm afraid, and that takes you in a negative spiral, capture that thought, almost like grab it and say, no, you're not going to be helpful for me today. I'm just going to put you aside. I'm going to put you in the bin and I'm going to come up and create this other thought. And the other thought is, um, what am I looking forward to, to, to do today? Um, or what, what was the best thing that I did yesterday? Or just don't have a thought at all because our thoughts create feelings and then we react based on those feelings. If we take those feelings out of the equation, and become like a robot. <laughs> so you just flick the switch off and say, for example, part of you wants to go for a run every morning, but you hate running. Then you flick the switch, you don't think about it. You've got everything laid out there from the night before and you just put on your jogging pants, you put on your training shoes, you grab the bottle of water and you're up the road and you're watching the sunrise. And before you know it, you're feeling great. 
Mm. And we just don't give those thoughts a chance to manifest. And it can be anything. It can be a walk. It can be doing yoga stretches. It can be a bit of meditation. Go and dance in the garden with your jammies on. It, just something that starts your day where you're almost giggling on the inside, where you're sort of thinking, yeah, life's good. Because then you'll carry that energy with you for the rest of the day. Mm. And don't expect the world or external things to lift you up. Mm. Have what's inside lift you up. Mm, that's really powerful. And yeah, absolutely. That's something that everyone that's listening, if you don't have a morning routine and it doesn't have to be much, right? Just something little like Anne was suggesting, mind your thoughts. What are you thinking when you first wake up? Is it going to help fuel you? Is it going to diminish you from your day? And then how do you create those positive thoughts and feelings to really fuel you and take you into the rest of the day. I think that is so powerful, Anne. And you're right. It sets you up for a really awesome day to, to keep moving forwards because let's face it, being in business can be damn hard sometimes. Huh? Well, it's ups and downs, isn't it? And, it's, it. and, and the thing is that if, uh, if we allow our emotions to guide us, then it's going to be a rockier road than it needs to be. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now tell us in the, the last few minutes that we have here, tell us a little bit about, you said you've got a, an online program um, and you've kind of, you've got your, your mindset work that you do and you have a process for success. Can you give us just a little overview um, of what that is and then we'll tell people how they can reach out and find out more? Yeah. So there's basically steps that the women in the group said to me, what did you do? Cause they saw my growth. And so I kind of reverse engineered because once I was, I was like, oh, I don't really know what I did because it was so organic. But I started, I went back and, and kind of looked at how it had come about and looked at them, what, what, what drove me internally. And usually it's uncomfortable. Something that, that, that you know, it was the, the loneliness and the sadness that, that, mm. that drove me. Um, and then, so what did I desire? What was missing? And to make what was missing my mission, um, because if I was feeling that, so were these other women. So it was about desiring it, um, then visualizing it, um, sensing it. So NLP is all about using the five senses. If you can send a message to the brain where you, you see it, you hear it, you feel it, you taste it, you touch it, then it's a much stronger message. Mm. Um, then it's about um, a plan it, action it, track it. So there's, there's various steps and that they're, they're the outline of my program. Um, and then within each of those steps, there's what I did as well as NLP techniques, as well as a personal workbook that helps you look at your, your personal situation. Mm. Mm. Oh, that is fantastic. So powerful. And I love, we sometimes need that when we're in that space of being lost or I, I used to say to people, I feel like I am in, um, a glass of water and for a while there it was clear and I was feeling clear and I was floating and I was cruising and then when I had my kids it's like someone shook it up and I didn't realize that there was all this muck and dirt and sediment on the bottom of the glass and now I'm in a whirlwind I don't know what way is up what way is down I don't know how to get out of this and I think sometimes we get so overwhelmed so I agree with you having like a, a process or steps and someone to go right let's focus on this, this just this one thing 
and slowly you get your head up uh, out of drowning <laughs> up out of water and you go okay i see i see the light i see the way forward so yeah i think having a process is so powerful and anyone that's listening who can really relate and your message you know such a powerful message is reaching them how can they find you uh to contact you or, or just follow you and, and get to know you a bit better Anne? Oh, thank you. My website's probably the best place, and it's just annemcewen.com, which is A-N-N-E-M-C-K-E-O-W-N.com. And I offer a free 30-minute clarity call for anyone that wants to come on who's feeling a bit lost. They don't know whether coaching's right for them or not. Um, and if I can help them, great. And if not, I'll point them in the direction of someone that can. Fantastic. And we will have that link, guys, in the show notes as well. Make sure you do that. Um, thank you so much, Anne. Really, really appreciate it. It's been great. Thank you. I appreciate the, the invite and it's been a pleasure to share. Hey team, thanks for joining me. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and you rate and review wherever you listen to your podcast. Every little bit helps. I'm so excited to be sharing this journey with you. Love some feedback and we'll see you next time.